Hi, and welcome to Carried Away, the Sex and the City rewatch podcast. We are your hosts, Kaylee from Manchester. And Ellen from Northern Ireland. We watched the series together in our student flat, and we are rewatching seven years later, 20 something years after this show originally aired. Listen along with us as we get carried away chatting all things friendship, fashion, and dating. Okay, let's get into the episode. We are recording. We are recording. Um, hi everyone. Hi. Welcome to episode three. Episode three. Of the podcast. <laughs> I feel like this means we are officially podcasters now, even though we've yet to actually publish. Publish. I know. It's Does like, this mean we're podcasters? I know. It's just so funny. I'm like, who do we think we are? <laughs> Can we add this to our LinkedIn yet? Oh my god! I think <laughs> I think we are now qualified podcast people. <laughs> I feel like we are professional. Definitely think it needs to be added. Yes. So episode three was an interesting one. We both discussed how we had lots and lots of notes scribbled down. I feel like this is going to be a long one. Yeah. For so sure. so many notes so many opinions so much to discuss in this episode yeah. it's like it's wild before we actually get into it we need to congratulate ellen because she got a first and a master's <laughs> you can't see us but we're dancing doo, doo. congratulations thank you very much thank well, you ellen. it's been very emotional Ma- master ellen <laughs> master Ellen. Yes, I got a master in business development and innovation. Oh my goodness. Uh, distinction. I'm just so, so happy. I didn't realize how much it was having a, an impact on, on me until I found out. And yeah. then I, I just like broke down in tears. And that was- yeah. No. <laughs> you are now a master. I'm only going to call you Master Ellen during this episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I feel like you should. <laughs> like, not just during this episode, but forever. Forever. Until I'm a doctor. <laughs> oh, oh, are you actually going to go there? No. Oh. I mean, I looked at it and I think if there was, if they were doing something um, like the university and they were actually doing something mm. that you could apply for, that they were, you know, doing specific research on, not not something that you just go off and do your mm. own research yeah. on for seven years I'm not sure I want to do that I feel like I would definitely lose self-motivation yeah no so that's a that's a no-go but you never know what you never know. <laughs> crazy crazy um before um just just a quick just a quick little thing before we get into the episode um sorry to like bring it on a downer but I did just want to say there is a there's going to be a very very brief like discussion of rape in the episode so if this is like a trigger warning um we can pop a timestamp in the episode description and please um skip this section if it's not something you want to hear about we obviously want this to be like a safe space but we just wanted to like tell you that before we get into the episode um so yeah yeah so let's just get into it yes 
So season one, episode three is called, I love the name of this episode, Bay of Married Pigs. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. I know. <laughs> Originally aired June 21st, 1998, and was written by Michael Patrick King, who is one of the show's executive producers. Um, him and Darren Starr are like the big names behind the scenes within the show and um, this episode was directed. Now, not 100% sure on how to pronounce this woman's name, but I think I've landed on, I've settled with Nicole Holofsener. Apologies if, if I just got that wrong, but that's what I'm going with. Yeah. Directed by Nicole Holofsener. And um, yeah, we start with the opening credits with the Carrie voiceover as always. And she says, the best thing about living in New York is leaving it and I was like if I lived in New York I would literally never leave I would take those like hot sweaty smelly summers and I would love that I mean probably not but if I lived in New York I would literally never leave 100% Carrie I almost forgot her name there <laughs> Carrie is leaving for the Hamptons to go and spend the weekend with her with her friends Patience and Peter. Patience and Peter, who are, quote, the perfect married couple, apparently. Yes, the perfect married couple. And I just can't, like, I, I just am, like, that. those names together are just, like, they sound like the perfect married couple. Yeah, yeah. Patience and Peter, um, yeah. They sound like a storybook couple yeah patience and peter anyway i've just never heard of somebody being called patience before no neither have i i was like mm, interesting interesting name it's a lovely lovely name along with peter patience and peter <laughs> anyway so she they have her down at their hamptons guest house mm-hmm. and the first scene's really them chilling at dinner they're talking about sort of uh, being married and then she starts they ask her about her single life and she sort of says how singles single friends have to give their married friends these tidbits of single life and talk about her sex life and and all the things that are going on to almost like feed that like Mm. almost that need that they they need to hear about this thing like these almost those things are, are exciting and they're yeah. not getting that anymore it, yeah it was almost like there's a there's an interesting like contrast where obviously the episode is about these m- married people and then single people but the married couple here are like so interested in Carrie's single life and find it fascinating and yeah there was just like an interesting I don't know but I personally find this with a lot of not actually a lot of my friends and family, but I do think like there is like I've had those those questions and people do get really excited to hear about your single yeah. dating life and like what's going on and like yeah and I think there's a part of it it's like they're they're really excited for you whenever you're meeting mm. someone and there's a part of that they want to know everything and mm. then there is I do think that they're the there's a part of it where they're almost like living their single life through you. Yeah, yeah, because a part of your life, yeah, it does, when you, if you're like, 
with somebody it's you know you you that's what you kind of give up like that that life so, yeah. yeah it's mm. neither is better or worse it's just different yeah but it's like what we were saying last week about the grass is always greener like yeah when people are single they just want to talk about loved up couples and then like the loved up couples just want to talk about being single and free and doing whatever and it's yeah it's always that it, that is just you know that's just life but yeah yeah but I have I have I feel like I have been in that in that situation before mm. where you know it's like they want to know every single detail yeah yeah um but again I think it's fun like to me it was just it's 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 funny but at the same time sometimes you're like well that's you almost like feel like you're entertainment for someone yeah yeah <laughs> like your dating yeah. life is entertainment and it's not yeah like you're watching a tv show like it's like a drama yeah yeah, yeah. an interactive because um, you can ask questions <laughs> so then so then the next morning oh we have peter or sorry carrie's comes out to the hall and peter's standing there half naked while patience is away getting orange juice or something yeah he's um, literally just at the shop. he's just stood there with he's got a t-shirt on but no pants and he was definitely a hundred percent waiting he it what he wasn't moving he wasn't walking he was just stood there was he drinking like coffee or something yeah it was just so super casual and I was just it was like, the weirdest thing ever like it's such an odd scene yeah and I don't understand why somebody would want to do that I mean it's definitely unless you're wanting to get something out of it yeah but then I mean it's it's a hundred percent it's sexual harassment but Carrie mm. Carrie says like in a later scene you, you know she says it, it didn't feel sexual and I didn't get that vibe either it didn't feel like he was no. there because he was trying to make her feel a certain way or put them in a situation together it, it I don't really understand why he did it but he just he's just stood there and it's like what do you want do, do you genuinely just want to like show off or something like I just didn't yeah I didn't get it I, I either way like whether it was going to be sexual you're putting someone in an uncomfortable position mm. like whether or not they feel pressured or totally. you know in that way and that like agreed it is a form of sexual harassment mm. like but it's still going to make someone uncomfortable whether whatever your intentions are exactly exactly yeah and Carrie um Carrie stands there for a like a while <laughs> like I feel like it's almost like I'm going to give her the bible on this because I yeah. feel like you would be like like in shock of like what is going on yeah you? yeah you would just be you would be <sighs> very confused very confused <laughs> your friend's husband walks out with no underwear on you're a bit like that's the situation mm. and when she's out of the house as well it's <laughs> it's very and just sneaky and like 
your um your wife's away for what 10 15 minutes to the shop and this is when mm. you decide to do that when your wife's not yeah. there like mm. bit weird but i have to yeah. say the next scene next couple of scenes made me laugh so much first of all i think yeah. carrie's yeah, reaction to it whenever she talks to patients is just so so funny like she just comes out with oh and then I think Peter yeah. was in the world like it was just yeah it's like she she knows she needs to like address the situation with patients who is a friend but she maybe like doesn't know exactly how so she yeah. just tries to like make kind of make a bit of light out of it and it's yeah it is this scene is really funny and my favorite quote is in this scene is it is it um patients honey did Carrie see your dick in the hall yeah yeah, it's the delivery. Uh, honey, did Carrie see your dick in the hall? And he's definitely, definitely like done this before. I just knew by the delivery of that line, I was like, he does this. Oh yeah, yeah. I suppose I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, no, it was perfect. Like that line, I like wrote that down. It's like my favorite line. Actually, there's that one, and then there's the next scene with the girls having them talking about it, and like <laughs> Samantha. Maybe you uh, maybe you wanted to show it off like a monkey. Brilliant. Oh no, it's so good. <sighs> yeah, that, that line. I mean, did Carrie see your dick in the hall? Is genius. Carrie looks mortified though when, when she says that. Yeah. And so at that moment then they have the discussion, she she confesses to what had happened and and Peter walks in like nothing had happened as well. You know, and he walks out like nothing yeah, had happened. Yeah, and he and he's just like so blase. Yeah. He it says, was weird. He says she caught me on the way to the bathroom. Bitch. No she didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, she did not. Like, if you have guests in the house, would you walk to your bathroom naked? It's like coming out of the shower and, na- like, and walk into your mm. room naked. Would you do that if you had guests in your house? No, you no. would not. Unless you wanted no. them to see exactly. you. Exactly. Maybe, yeah, like a monkey. <laughs> For whatever reason. Did you know, um, sorry, I just have, um, it is a little fact. The woman um, who plays Patience... Um, even though she was only in her, like her late twenties, she retired from acting after this. Oh, yeah. I just there was a little fact that I found, and I was like, "Can you imagine retiring in your late twenties? Oh, the dream." Well, she retired from acting. Well, yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder why. Maybe she just didn't enjoy it. Like you just don't know what what the hell was going on, and like you know, yeah, the filming. Um, or the entertainment scene mm. yeah during that time um yeah we go to lunch with the girls and Carrie is telling the girls about the incident let's just call it oh first of all we have to see we have also have to mention that as soon as this happened she was shipped off oh yeah yeah she was <laughs> she's like so yeah. what are we doing today yeah and she was sent to the bus sent away um yeah then we go to lunch with the girls Carrie is telling them about the incident and is it Samantha who asks she's like so how big was it and then yes this this like whole scene this comedy bit and the waiter turns up with this huge like pepper mill thing yeah and he offers fresh pepper and 
Carrie kind of gives Sam this look as if to say like, mm, you know, that big. And the waiter <laughs> offers fresh pepper to Sam. And she's like, oh yes, I'd love some fresh pepper. I think everybody at this table could use a lot of fresh pepper. <laughs> and Charlotte and Miranda kind of just like, wave off like no no thanks but i just thought it was funny she's, she's so i know funny. it was um oh i love that thing it was just so 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 yeah good. yeah carrie explains that patients told her that she was really upset about the incident and um she said that she couldn't understand why and i mean like she should not be angry at carrie who has literally done nothing but be sexually harassed by this woman's husband (sighs) I just yeah she said that she couldn't understand why she was angry as well because she's single and I'm like what the hell that's a total cop-out from patience like and also so judgmental I know it's it's actually such a horrible comment yeah to make so patronizing yeah really really patronizing like I would actually be so angry if if my friend ever said that or friend family whoever ever said that to me that I would never you can't understand it's almost like she's saying well I'm here and you can't understand because you're just there you know like different levels and I'm like oh patience yeah (gasps) for god's sakes patience she would definitely be off the Christmas card list. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, she'd be cut. Um, and then um, Carrie makes a comment, I think this is in the voiceover, that your friends become married and then the single ladies become the enemy. Which, again, I, I personally do not understand. Like, I've never felt yeah. like yeah. I was the enemy to, like, my friends who are married. Do you have you ever been in this situation? No, no, I I I agree, I agree, but I think as well maybe they're coming, like the girls are coming from a different place. Maybe because, like I just think in general, being single and in your twenties is a lot easier, mm-hmm. just because other people are more accepting of it because they're like, oh, you're young, you've got time. Whereas these women are single and they're in their, obviously Samantha's in her 40s and the other girls are in their early 30s. Maybe it's yeah. like the age difference. Yes, I, yeah, I completely agree actually. Yeah. They're probably viewed more as a threat because they're maybe more, obviously, of what society thinks is, you know, the age that they would get married or want to, assuming that they even do. Yeah, agreed. Miranda says that when you get married, um, we single folk become the enemy. And Charlotte here is kind of defending the married couples, like, because she's that optimist and, like, hopeless mm-hmm. romantic. Um, and Miranda says that the ones that don't fear you pity you. And I do think there is an element of people pitying single people like yeah I would actually 100% agree with that yeah like it's almost expected and then if you say oh like it's just me like I'm single people are like oh like it's okay you'll find someone and I'm like well 
well, first of all, maybe I don't want to, or maybe it's none of your business, or, you know, there's like, there's a million and one reasons why someone would be single, through choice or not, and it's just like, I did agree with that whole, like, the pity you thing, like, yeah. Yeah, I did comment on that as well, like, Mm. you know, being single, I've been there several times and Mm. several occasions, and, you know, whenever I was I would I would say maybe a few years ago when it was something that was really like like I didn't want to be single mm. like I was very sensitive about it when people made comments and made those like mm. like it really upset me and like that's not something that they would see like mm. no I I remember um it was actually when was it must have been like two years ago yeah it must have been about two years ago if not a little bit actually no it was two years ago so I went on holiday with my friend um, to Spain and whenever I got home mm. and I was also whenever I got home I was sitting chatting to someone in work and I was talking about I was looking for a house at the time and we were talking about me going on holiday and whenever mm. I said about me buying a house this guy in work said to me um, mm. something about where I was looking or whatever and and talking about it goes well does he not want to um move there or something I says sorry I'm buying the house on my own yeah like who is he and he was like yeah yeah I was like who's he I'm buying the house on my own and um he was like oh like does he not want to buy with you and I was like (sighs) no there is no he I'm single and he went and he said to me oh do you know I just assumed because you'd gone on holiday and you'd been on trips to London like what the hell like, oh, it was... what just because I have a, a life and I do things that you assume that I'm in a relationship what do the yeah. two have to do with one another ew uh, ew yeah. but wait it gets oh. worse then so oh no so then all of a sudden he knows I'm single and he starts acting like really now this is a married man by the way I'm not acting in oh. any way inappropriate or anything well inappropriate mm. in a way that you're being a dick but yeah, like being a dick, yeah. So he had messaged me. Then we sat down back to work, and he sort of messaged me on Skype and said, like, you know, I'm really sorry, you know. And mm-hmm. I just was like, I'm not getting into this conversation. And we we I was leaving for work, or leaving work and walking to the car park, and he left at the same time as walking out with me. And he said to me, he was like, well, what are you what are you um, up to today? And I said that um you know I was uh I was I was studying at the time so I was like I'm just going home with just some studying to do and he just said to me you've such a boring single life oh and I was like excuse me oh and he had said what he was going to do was I'll probably go home make the dinner and watch Bake Off with my wife on the sofa um or whatever and I was like well, oh. that sounds boring to me as much as I love Bake Off. But like, <laughs> you know. We stand Bake Off. <laughs> I, <laughs> but like, I was like, That's really? disgusting. Like, that is so weird because his attitude literally changed. It's like the, the scenes coming up with Miranda, like his attitude changed just because he learned the fact that you were single. When before he was saying, oh, you have, you know, this social life and you go to London and go on holidays. And blah, I know. Blah, blah. Yeah. That's, and then, ugh. and then for some reason, um, the same guy 
you know, I had started dating someone like shortly after and the scene and then, but he was like, I did not say that this person was my boyfriend. So he started getting like, you know, whenever I said, you know, I was going on a couple of dates, he then started asking me like these really inappropriate questions of the fact that I was actually like, it was, it was like a fling that mm. I was having with someone and, mm you know oh you're just going to like sort of sleep around sort of thing like it was a really like strange dynamic that I then had with this person because he felt like he suddenly like giving him that well I'm single meant he had all of a sudden like could comment on my social life yeah like it gave him license to have an opinion it was it was very very strange how his attitude changed but like that could it, see whenever he said that oh. to me, it's such a boring. I think he said a boring, you know, boring single life. And um, see if mm. it was like literally a year prior to that. That would have literally, I would have been crying for days because I'd had comments like similar yeah. to that before from family, you know, from like you know, yeah, like calling me lonely and all this shit. So yeah. like, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I get comments like that and yeah I used to they you they did used to I, I wouldn't say that I would get upset to the point of crying but they did used to like I used to sit and be like oh shit like you know I used to really think about it and it used to get in my head yeah whereas now I think I've just come to like I'm like at peace with it and I'm like it's it, I, I I don't really let them affect me as much I mean I'm not gonna lie there's still days where you're like oh like you're just having a bad day and comments can get to you. Oh, but yeah. I think, yeah, oh, that guy just sounds like an arsehole. Like, yeah. just, oh. I know. But pig. It, he is a married pig. <laughs> He's in the bay. Yeah, I know he is. But I had a similar situation in a previous job where someone just kept saying to me, like, I just remember he always used to ask me whenever I would say, oh, I'm going away for the weekend, or are you and him going over? And I used to be like, I used to just always say no. <laughs> I, I didn't even want to get into the conversation. And then it was like, I remember he went, what are you and him doing for Christmas? <laughs> I, I'm going to my parents. Like, it was like, you and him? Uh, yeah, him? people, like, assume or people say things sometimes, and I think I'm not even going to get into, like, correcting this person because I just don't have the energy to like defend the fact that I am oh my goodness alone like maybe this is a choice yeah maybe I don't care like but yeah it's just the attitude of other people and it's like oh it's exhausting honestly yeah I know but it's like this whole episode it just it it like your relationship status does not define you Mm. like this is all I could think about like this whole like you're the enemy you know and they pity us and all of that Mm. like that it does not define you whether you're married whether you're in a relationship whether you're single like it does not define you it does not Mm. add it doesn't you know what's the word I'm trying to use where it doesn't define your values or your worth or anything like that like yeah it's like because um I remember reading somewhere once um it was something about you know the whole aspect of like slut shaming mm-hmm. and I was reading something that said something along the lines of you know um just because somebody sleeps with what whatever is valued as you know a lot mm-hmm. in quotes 
um, it doesn't uh, it doesn't define their value the same way that it you know on the other end of the spectrum you know people that don't sleep around quote a lot or yeah. choose not to or or anything like that it it nothing nothing about somebody's relationship status defines them what defines a person is if you are a nice person like if you have good values and you treat people right like like it literally is nobody's business who anybody is sleeping with the the number of people or anything like that I just yeah it just infuriates me I know and I think like you know we have that you know we get all these questions of being single yada 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 Mm. and then whenever you're in a relationship then you're getting all these questions well sorry when you start dating someone you then get all these questions well are Mm. you is he your boyfriend (laughs) is he your boyfriend yet yeah and then and then you're probably going to get all the questions of like are you moving in yet are you getting married when are you getting married when are you getting married you get married you're having kids and then when you're married it's like well when are you gonna have kids then we have a kid it's like when are you gonna have another kid like you know People yeah. need to like leave everyone alone in terms of like what they're actually yeah. doing with their life because people may want to be just in a long term relationship and not get married. People may want to be married but not have kids. Like you don't know. Mm. People might not be able to have kids. Mm. Don't ask people when they're going to have kids. I know. Oh, yeah, that it. The, there's so many aspects of life like being in a relationship getting married or not having children yeah and it's like some people depending on where you live they might not even be able to legally marry so keep your nose out or they might not even be able to have children or maybe they can and they don't want to like that is completely fine people just need to keep their nose out like oh yeah people. but yeah this anyway. is like this is anyway. my attitude the whole, the whole way through the episode we're literally like yeah. half an hour in and we've had like two scenes so <laughs> we'll move on it's gonna um, be a long episode but we get a montage after we have those um that chat with the girls that montage that they seem to be having in every episode so far that you know talking to the camera to, or talking to the audience um so they seem to they, they talk to like it's married married people and then a single a single woman. um mm. single people and like they're commenting on what they mm. how, how their life is at the minute like some the married people are saying they don't see their friends mm. single people are saying that they they feel like they have those single people are married people have pity on her yeah they're like the the couple um so there was a woman and she was saying you know how when people get married or how when women get married I becomes we and they she's almost commenting on how they lose a sense of like solo identity because they're now just viewed as them or we and then we have the contrast of this couple and what this woman said I was like Jesus she says that being like people that are single remind her of her um, single life which which she described oh my god as an empty cold life of haunted adolescence I was like oh my god Jesus <laughs> Christ like I, know. <sighs> I was just a lot I know that was very dark <laughs> yeah that was like sinister I was like very, very dark. I'm scared <laughs> yeah it was not okay oh my god this next scene oh <sighs> 
Oh, I know <gasps> it actually infuriated me. Like, how dare you? So speechless. <laughs> so we have a scene then with Carrie and Stamford walking around. They're talking about, you know, the the war between singles and couples. Yes, and I think as well, um, like Carrie is coming from like. Um, the war between single people and married couples and then it was nice to have Stanford there because he he was giving his perspective more from a couple point of view because obviously he is gay and gay people couldn't marry in New York State at that time which is just wild like I know in its own thing we could we could talk about and it doesn't that. feel like that long ago we could talk yeah. about that that's a whole separate thing that I'm not even gonna get into but it was just nice that whereas Carrie was talking about you know the married couples Stanford was just talking about couples which was just a nice way to differentiate mm-hmm. but um yeah but yeah and Carrie runs into is it Joe? I didn't get get his name. Okay, I I put Joe, so I'm just gonna go with it and hope it's right. <laughs> um, and Carrie runs into this guy Joe, and um, she says, "Oh, I haven't seen you since you were." And then he says, "Straight," because he's there with um a, a guy. Mm-hmm. And then she says, "I was gonna say in Miss Saigon," and then Stanford is like. <laughs> I love Miss Saigon. And I was like, oh my God, same. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little... Yeah, oh, yeah, it was a little bow. Yeah. Oh. And um, Carrie, he asks... Does he ask Carrie if she's... Oh, yeah. He asks Carrie if she's married. And then she's just like, oh, no, not really. Um, oh, I mean, no. And I was like... <laughs> she was obviously, like, caught off guard by that question because she's like, I know. not really. Probably because why is it relevant? Yeah, like, this is just not... Haven't seen you in ages. Are you married? <laughs> it just made me... Yeah, it just made me laugh how she was like, not really. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Oh. So oh. once once Carrie oh. says no, he then looks at his partner she and says, says... that she is single... Then they just go into then they this. Ask. Sorry, I'm getting. Oh, it's honestly like they honestly then treat it as well. You're single. It's almost yeah. It's almost like the saying like, um, "Are you are you going to use those eggs you've got?" Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you are you useful? Yeah. Like, are you useful? And then she's like, "No, I'm not. I'm not married." And then they're like, "Okay." Like it's yeah. Can we have it? Can you donate your eggs? Like that is a lot to ask someone. Anyway, like that is so much, so much to ask. I know that. And they like clearly haven't seen each other in a long time. It's not like he's asking and they're best friends and she's mentioned it before. Like she's oh. It would, and I also feel like in the conversation you would literally have to sit down and discuss. Um, and ask in a very formal manner that can you do this you know we'd love you to do this for us or yada 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 like no no you don't just bump into someone you haven't seen in the and go oh you're single can I have your ex yeah and she oh like she says nothing she is totally like what the fuck is happening and they they literally just like are like okay bye and they're just like what the actual fuck and then oh it's horrendous yeah and then carrie says in in um 
in the voiceover, it's single bashing for the new millennium. And I was just like, I mean, yeah. And she says that she was mm-hmm. no longer considered even a person. She was an egg farm. And I'm just like, oh my God. And then Stanford- That is awful though. I know. Like, isn't it? I know. It's, and it's it's sad. Like it's, it's yeah. heartbreaking. Like, oh, Stanford rips up the card because they, they hand her this card and he rips it up. She opens the bag, he chucks it in. They don't even discuss it because they're yeah. both mortified. And then he just drags her away, but- I I I just cannot imagine how if if that happened to me I don't even know how I would like process that in I know. any way it's it's just mind blown yeah I can't imagine Ugh. um but then we go to um a scene with Miranda at a work function it's like, like an event it's like a firm soft is it softball or something I don't know like and I was just like why is that something that they have to do as a company like what but it looks like she's what? there because she's been asked to come because they're gonna set her up with someone it's oh, not yeah, she maybe. Has, it's like a mandatory thing I think she's been invited um, now, she does mention in the previous scene about how they can't, they don't, I think they she mentions it in the in the previous scene that they haven't figured her out or... Yeah. Um, do they? Does she? Or is this not? Oh, yeah, no, I think she does. I think it's when it's the, the, the pepper mill scene. I think she says something along the lines of... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like they've they've figured you out or something. I th- I think I think she did. Or it's something on the line and the lines that she discusses in work how that how she's not like she, she they don't know whether she's married. They yeah. can't figure her out or or they it's a, there's a weird dynamic because she is single and maybe doesn't discuss yeah her dating life in work. Which is fine, by the way. Which is totally and valid and should be respected. It yes. is nobody's business. <laughs> so Miranda gets set up um, by someone at work and mm. she says, he says, there's Sid over there. And she walks up to this person and it's a woman. Yes. Um, so her, her work colleagues obviously think that she's gay because she's single. Which, of course, um, oh, of course, and because that makes sense. The, I think the voiceover was like, when did single translate into being gay? Yes. Like, I've had, like, I, I still remember my granny asking my mom and dad, is she gay? Because she's uh, uh, like, I'm not. Why? But why if I'm single, I must it, be gay. It literally is. Yeah. I, I just it just oh, it just makes me so like angry how people are just so ignorant I know just because just because I'm single Miranda looks very confused and she does she's quite funny here because she's like she has this 
Cheshire cat smile on yeah. her face as like as like she's trying to cover up the fact that she's maybe a bit blindsided because obviously she isn't a lesbian yeah and she's trying to be polite and god love her and she's like I'm gonna get a soda you want to get a soda I'm gonna go get a soda and like trots off and then she's like Jeff <laughs> and um, yeah. she tells this guy who who set them up and he's like you know oh my god well I've never seen you with the guy and you've you've worked for the firm for eight months and she's like well that's fucking circumstantial like I'm single and then I think it's Miranda who actually says um when did single translate into being gay and I was just like preach and he yes um, yes yeah yeah he he offers to to go over to Sid and explain but Miranda's like no I'll do it and um she obviously goes back and explains the situation to Sid but we don't really see that conversation um, it, it cuts mm. to after the game and Sid and Miranda are um, talking and her boss comes over and he compliments the game like I think they won and Miranda says you know all oh, it's it's all about teamwork Charles and then he's all of a sudden like you can call me Chip and I'm like mm-hmm. hmm, okay like <laughs> okay it's like oh you oh I have permission I have permission now that I am with another human being sat here having a conversation and you think that I'm a lesbian or you think I'm in a couple so now it now it's fucking chip like chip yeah like (laughs) (sighs) I know yeah and um yeah it's definitely he definitely is now all of a sudden showing her more respect just because he Mm -hmm. thinks that she is in in a couple and he invites them to dinner and it almost looks like Sid is gonna be like well no you know we're we're not actually a couple but before she gets to say anything Miranda's like we'd love to and she's obviously (laughs) playing along with the situation um, because she's finally getting some respect that everybody deserves but she obviously she she rightly takes advantage of the situation like totally her and Sid are are quite friendly now they're friends so she doesn't like why does he need she need to come as like her her girlfriend anyway yeah like if you're inviting both of them I'd be like well okay she's not lying exactly she's not yeah exactly he's he's assuming and she just hasn't yes she just hasn't corrected him which yeah why does she need to but yeah it's totally it's it it's just I mean I if if I thought I was put in a situation that I would benefit from just because of somebody else's ignorance I'd be like okay cool oh a hundred percent I would do the exact same thing Miranda's doing I'd be like yeah okay um but in the next scene then with Miranda and Carrie she says you know she's determined to make partner and it's sad that she has to actually do this to I know make partner or like or thinks that she has to do it but I think like yeah like they'll finally see her as a as an option yeah not thinks that but feeds that gets that impression from Mm. other people it's not that she's assuming that herself she's getting that impression from the way she's been treated obviously in her office to make Mm. her feel like she needs to do this to to um make partner and she says mm. that um it's because they have finally the the reason she's getting invited this is when she says it's because they finally figured her out 
Yeah, which I totally related to that term, like figured her out. Like I just related to that. But as well, did yeah. you notice in, in this scene, she says to Carrie that she's been with the firm for two years and the guy in the earlier scene says, well, you've worked here for eight months. And I wonder if maybe that is something that she has to deal with. Maybe she is lesser known around the company because obviously he's just almost erased these this extra year and a bit that she's worked there is that because mm-hmm. she's she's to to them um less lesser known because she is single and maybe she has yeah. been excluded from events and things like that because of that and that's just that's disgusting but I just noticed the yeah. difference between her saying you know I've worked there for two years and him being like well it's only been a few months kind of thing saying I didn't yeah, yeah I didn't pick up on that but I also think like um you know in in a workplace and and especially in like a corporate environment you're getting you're maybe getting invited to events and it's always a plus one Mm. and you know I've been in that situation too where Mm. it's like you get invited to this event and it's plus one you get to stay in a hotel and I'm like and then you feel that like you feel the pressure like oh my god yeah yeah like and I just am like right fuck it I just brought my sister but like you know you still feel almost that a bit of shame that like you're not you have that this plus one to fill and it's like you know so I can understand maybe in that like maybe I know we're treating this as like actual people but like if you're in that office environment and you're getting invited it's always plus one plus one plus one Mm. like maybe do you know she's not going to events or she's not even considered to go to the events because it's actually oh it's for a plus one you know where she doesn't want to go alone and yeah you know oh that's so sad I I remember having a conversation with somebody recently where I um I was I had like a a show to go to like a theatre show and the person that I was supposed to go with had to they couldn't go in the end but I really wanted to go and see this show and I was like oh I'm just gonna I was telling somebody I was like oh I'm just gonna go on my own and they were like, you can't go on your own. Like, that's so sad. And I was like, is it sad? Or is it like, is it empowering that I am a person that can do something alone and not have to have another person to validate me doing something that I want to do? Like, I know. Huh? Like and I also think like, you're, I think it is 100% like empowering to do that. And even yeah. like, you know, go to the cinema on your own and yeah. things like that, like fucking do it. Yeah. But like, you know, there are people like people have said to me about living alone it's like uh, you know I just couldn't do that I'm like living alone is like friggin amazing like yes there's times where you're like oh I would love someone to be here right now but for the most part like you Mm. know it isn't like there's so many people who've gone from like nothing wrong with it at all but Mm. and they've gone from living in their parents house to then living with someone Mm. straight away and then that's been them they live with either Mm. their friends or you know you don't get that time alone you don't get that time and you build so much independence doing that and yes there's people that may or maybe just naturally be independent yeah I never was until I went to to uni mm. and I had to be independent because mm. at the beginning you know mm. obviously we went to oh, I went went over to England press mm. and to, like I didn't know anybody at the time there. Yeah. I had to just yeah figure things out and do things on my own so you become and yes I didn't live alone at the time but like I had to become independent so you know there are other situations that you know force you to be that way but I think 
you know especially living alone yeah I get that like obviously we we are both women in our 20s who own our own homes and we we both live alone mm-hmm. and people do ask me that like quite a lot it is like a thing that I keep getting asked like you know how are you doing living alone and I know that they don't mean anything by it but it almost mm-hmm. is like a bit of a like a dig almost like I know they mean well and I, I know a lot of people mean well when they ask that but it's like this is my journey I don't need to be validated like oh like are they not going to ask how I'm doing if I'm living with another person and like I know they mean well but I I also think there's a part of it where it's like completely unknown to people Mm. and this is as well like people who have been really like long-term relationships you're asking you about like the apps you know whenever you're on a dating app and they're like so what do you do like it's like you know and if you met someone yeah like, like you're the token single person yeah they, they just are are so like it's like intrigued alien to them to like go on dating apps right so it's like then it's like alien to them to have somebody live on their own that they, like it's not like coming from a bad place it's coming mm. from a it is curiosity you know yeah yes curiosity that's exactly what it is and it's the same you know in terms of like people asking and, and it would be the same for for us you know if, if if my friend who's living on her own now you know moves in with a guy I would still be like and I haven't lived with a guy that I don't know be like so what is it like you know mm. you know you'd always mm. be like there is curiosity coming from both sides of things and from any mm. you know whenever you're not in in a situation, in a situation yeah. or have never been in a situation of any kind you're you know you are going to have that curiosity but I think mm. in the workplace yeah like, it's it's a different situation we're, like yeah, nobody's yeah in the workplace we're all there as individuals to do a job and there yeah. is like a line like people's personal lives some people are so open and some people are just mm-hmm. more reserved like I personally don't really talk about like my private life with Mm -hmm. people at work and some other people do like they can come in and say oh this happened and that happened and that's great but also it's great that I'm private everybody's everybody's totally valid however they choose to share or not yeah I do think like it's it's funny you know there is a sense of like you're with these people for the majority of your week Mm. right and you do build up such good relationships with people you work with like I have really really close friends with the people I work with and I do see them outside of work Mm. and in 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 most jobs that I've had you know and I still have really good friends from people I've worked with and and I would call them friends you know I wouldn't call them colleagues but there's people in work that I would call Colleagues. colleagues and they know you know, limit like what I decide to share, but mm. um, it should not. Like uh, then, then, but we get then. We obviously are all now working from home, mm. and you you're almost inviting people into your home whenever you're having these like work conversations. Yeah, and yeah. it's and you know people are meeting like you know you're meeting people's kids and like family members that are coming past it's all getting very like the soup is like all mixed up like yeah 
there's like it, there's almost now like a blurred lines between yeah work and no, home yeah yeah and I remember that, sorry um, I was just gonna say that also adds to the curiosity because you might be on a like a zoom call with somebody and you'll see like in the background like somebody walks past and they're like oh this is whoever or yeah yeah absolutely but I remember a friend that I work with and she really struggled having those calls in Mm. in work like she is very much like a she never really worked from home she worked in the office Mm. and she worked at home if she needed to and Mm. same with me you know prior to COVID but um she said like she really struggled her they always say you know if you're on team calls I don't know if it was the same for you whenever you had to work from home that like if you maybe like once a week you had your weekly team call they wanted you to be on camera and it was almost like a well-being check-in to you know to make sure that you were Mm. okay because you're not seeing them in person which I completely appreciate but she was like she kept getting asked on every call like with her manager and stuff can you put the camera on she was like no because I don't want to and you're I'm you're asking me to invite you into my home and she needed to have that separation boundary yeah between which was complete yeah. I think it's completely fair and there is yeah. the boundaries yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's exactly it you need to have those boundaries between work and personal life and like mm. you know there may be people in work like I have three very or actually I would have four very close friends that I work with mm. that I would mm. share a lot with and be happy to share a lot with but I wouldn't sit on the on the office floor and talk about those things mm. for other people to hear. I would talk about those things privately, one on one with them, yeah. or outside of outside work. Outside of work, yeah. And that's my boundary. I'm not going to sit in, mm. and I don't want them to sit and chat to other people about those situations either. Like that, you know, you mm. almost have that unwritten rule. Like what I'm telling you as a friend, I'm telling you as a friend. Like I mm. don't want to be brought in to work. Like so, yeah. you do have to have yeah. boundaries. This is completely off off topic a bit. <laughs> we are ranting and raving, but I love oh, it. Oh, this is a lot. You know, we have to have these conversations. Um, yes. But back to the episode. Back to the episode. <laughs> okay. So back to it after our little moment. <laughs> um, so we do, we're, we're, we're just at the scene with Miranda and Carrie. She mentions, she mentions, she mentions about, you know, getting figured out. Um, and then Carrie goes to say, um, now I have a half written sentence. So I obviously got like distracted by something that she said afterwards, which is what I'm going to mention is that for married people, or people in work or whatever. Um, not necessarily, I'm not putting married people in a box or anything like that, but maybe people in work or whatever. It's the fear of the unknown. Yeah. And that's why they they don't know, like, about somebody, about a person. It mm. could be not even just, like, are they single? Are they with someone? Like, even, like, their sexuality and things like that. Like, people yeah. want to know, want to have someone figured out they want to put yeah people into the box yeah Yeah. it's almost so they can validate how they treat people like they want to know they want all your cards on the table so they can validate and choose how people get treated which is just it's just it's just shit people but yeah it's not like it it's 
you just don't do that. <laughs> like, I mean, just don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't. <laughs> Life lesson from Alan and Keely. Stop that shit. <laughs> just stop. Um, so then we move to a scene with Carrie at lunch with her favorite married couple. Um, didn't mm-hmm. catch their names. David and Lisa. David and Lisa. Okay. Yes. Who who are apparently her favorite married couple, yet we've never see them. And spoiler <laughs> alert, we will never see them again. Yeah. We did mention this before. There are other another friend that we see of Carrie's and never see again. Yeah. It's like, I mean, Patience and Peter, we see them again in this episode yeah. and then that's the last of them, I think. Unless we see them again, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, so does Carrie ghost people? Is that like what she does? <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe she. Well, to be per- to be perfectly fair, I'd freaking ghost patients. I mean, well, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I'm Peter. I'm Peter. Like, yeah, Peter oh, first, yeah, yeah. And then patients. Yeah, 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 definitely. So they're sort of just being all happy coupley and like we all we all have. I don't know if you're the same, but like we all. I feel like we all have that couple that are just couple goals he like yeah you know you're just like they're like such a lovely couple yeah like i have a friend who's married now like two years and like honestly mm. like i just i just think her and her husband are just like ugh, just like the goals. perfect couple yeah and they're just yeah. so lovely yeah but we all have them yeah and um they ask this David and Lisa, they ask her if she'd like to be married one day. And it is fair because it's not like they're, they're just not asking her. It's not out of the blue. They are talking about, um, you know, relationships and, and couples and being married and in love. And um, they ask her, would she like to be married someday? As in, it's an option to say no. Like, it's not asking her. yeah. Like when? When do you think you're going to get married, or you know, are you married, or you know, those yeah. questions. Yeah, and that yeah. that was that was refreshing because not everybody has has that. Yeah, yeah, not everybody um, has gets that question asked like that. It's very much a case of when, not if. Um, yeah. But Carrie says that um, she's maybe not the marrying kind. Mm-hmm. And I actually kind of relate to that. Like, I don't think marriage is something that I really think is on the cards personally for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is where I kind of related to what Carrie said. Yeah. Um, but then this guy, Josh, Josh is not his name, but I think... <laughs> I wrote Josh. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't know put, why. So I've called him throughout the next couple of pages of my notes, the Marion man, because <laughs> I was like, I didn't pick up his name at all, but they, they, she says something about that he is the Marion. The Marion guy or the Marion type, yeah. The Marion guy, yeah. So I was like, the Marion man. So that's how I referred to him. Yeah, I wrote Josh and then later on I think I get his name right. I think he's actually called Sean, I think. Oh yes, we did get this. I was like, I wonder if we've got the right name yeah. later on. But like this, yeah. This is a recurring theme. <laughs> this is not like we're not we're not doing this as like a 
Yeah, it's just this is genuine. We're just we just don't pay I know. <laughs> I know. I'm terrible with the names anyway. Um but he he comes over and um which it's obviously a setup. Um and they invite him to the table and oh it's such a surprise like <laughs> oh he, he joins dear. the table. Yeah. Yes, like oh look, we just ran into this single person, you're single. Oh my goodness! Look how much you have in common. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and then it's like after after the the meal, um, she's there with now I call him Sean, <laughs> and he, you know, he mentions that his parents met. He calls it a fix up. Mm-hmm. He, he said it like his parents uh, met on a fix up, and they've been married a really long time. And then the voiceover, this is when she says she's having coffee with the marrying guy. And he says, you know, so Carrie, can I see you again? And she agrees. Mm-hmm. We have a voiceover, Carrie. Um, her and Sean are walking down the street and voiceover Carrie is saying that they went to the movies and she helps him pick out <laughs> a, a top of the line cheese grater from William Sonoma. Why do you have to have a top of the line cheese grater? <laughs> what is wrong with just like a B and That's how much money the food has. I know. Because like you know, just buy a cheese grater. Yeah. It does the same thing, it, right? Great, it is a che- you like. What's the difference? I'd love to know. <laughs> do, is it like? It, is it like you know, like a pasta maker? Like, do you roll the cheese out? And I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a cheese maker. Maybe it's they're oh. making cheese and grating cheese. Who knows? Oh my goodness! Maybe I do need one <laughs> <laughs> for all your vegan cheese. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. You gotta have. You still no. You still do have to have a good grater, even for the vegan cheese. Yeah, and he invites um, Carrie to his housewarming party because he mentions in the earlier scene that he's um, bought a house and he says that you can, you know, invite your friends too and they kind of kiss on the street and Carrie is so not bothered. Like, she's literally just, like, staring off at, at, like, the tree or something. Like, she's so not into it, but she's just kind of going along. Um, she says, she says in the voiceover um, that he is the equivalent of a DKNY dress. You know, it's not your style, but you try it on. Yeah, anyway. I mean, I'm like okay with this. I don't think it's like in any way using anybody mm. or like you know leading. No, like that is literally what dating is. Like you're trying different. You try and bring in different people into your life to see what's a good fit. Like that is yeah, and you can't fair. figure that out after a week and a half. Like sometimes you can figure that out after one date, and sometimes you have yeah. to figure it out after six months. Like yeah. you, know, oh you know, yeah. So then we get a quick snippet of Miranda and Sid arriving together at the dinner party, but that was very very short. I think it's it's almost like a this is what she's doing this evening, and then this is what the rest of the girls are doing yeah it it did make me laugh though um carrie says something in the voiceover she says like a pseudo lesbian couple attend a right-wing dinner party and i was like recipe for disaster hardly it's going to be a right-wing dinner party if they've invited what they assume is a lesbian couple yeah but we kind of get an explanation as to that later on but um i did think as well like Miranda very much played into the to the fact that she is not pretending 
um but that she's there with a woman she's definitely like butched up the fashion see i was going to say the same thing but i i do think that her fashion sense there is a bit of like masculinity there anyway Uh, yeah that is something that i put um she definitely dresses the most masculine of all the girls but i i do Mm -hmm. think it was just like the whole like shirt and and did she have a tie on and i was like she's definitely playing in yeah she's also like it is like it is a bit of a stereotype as well which is not the best like they already thought you you were a couple with this woman before you came to the dinner party dressed very butch. Um, but I, I did kind of like that she was like very much playing into it because it's her turn to like yeah. get some fu- fucking respect finally. I know, I know. Sad that she has to do it this way, but I, I'm like, go for it, girl. It's nothing that a man wouldn't do. Exactly. So then we come to the next scene where Carrie arrives to the party, to the housewarming party, to the Marion man's housewarming party with uh, Charlotte and Samantha. And as soon as they walk in, they realize that it's all married couples. And Samantha especially mm. is like, what? the fuck like she yeah. makes me laughter in yeah. this like this whole like this whole dinner party this whole party with samantha she was hysterical yeah she's great and then apparently then so sean as we now know is his name comes to greet the girls and you know he's he's very good with like with charlotte and samantha like he yeah you know he says you must be charlotte like yeah, he it must- seemed like he was putting the effort in with with her friends did you notice how when they were, um, you know, like coming in and taking the coats off and stuff, Charlotte asked how Carrie got a new boyfriend in a week. And she. this is where she also says as well, like she's trying him on. But I was like, who... Well, first of all, this shows... This is Charlotte, you know, being a total hopeless romantic. And then as well, though, I was like, who has a previous boyfriend? Like, is does, does Charlotte just mean anybody that she dates because she has that you know, mindset, she's totally optimistic about everyone. Because I didn't think Carrie, like, had, was even really dating somebody, like. I almost think, like, they were definitely in that relationship territory, though, in that Mm. she was being invited to this couple's party, and, you know, I think maybe yeah. that's, but I, I get what you mean. There's no mention of, but then this is what your friends do. They call the guy you're, you've been dating for two minutes, your boyfriend. Like, this is what yeah. any friend yeah. does. Like, you know, whether, whatever mm. their situation is, whether they're single or in a relationship, like, that's like, they they want it for you, but they are. Almost... put so much pressure. It is so, so much pressure. Like, 100% agree. Yeah. And I'm sure I've done it to my friends in the past as well. And it's something that, yeah. you know, you definitely figure out because you, you, you don't want it. You live and learn, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're not perfect here. We've made these mistakes in no. the past. So. Yeah, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Samantha at that point is like, where's the bar? Yeah, yeah. She's just yeah. like, she's so, she's so disappointed. She's fuming. She thought that she was like yeah. gonna go and like be able to meet someone, and obviously that's not the case. And she just is like, "Oh, I'm going straight to the bar." And Charlotte looks like pleasantly surprised with all these couples. Yeah, but she just loves love. Like that is just her. I know. 
I know. Oh, Charlotte. But then um, as Carrie and Sean are walking through the party, all the couples are like really like, Mm. you know, glad to see her and, you know, chatting to her. And she says, you know, in the voiceover that they have her figured out and that's why they're treating her different as, as you know, as she's felt previously. So we get then to the scene where Samantha's talking to this married man about stocks and investments and she's having a very like it's a totally normal conversation yeah talking about investments and stocks she's not flirting with him he's not flirting with her it's it's totally just a normal conversation that you could have with anybody Mm -hmm. and this guy's wife comes over and she tries to like pull him away and he introduces her to samantha and she's so rude. She says, I am Elaine, his wife. And I'm like, okay, rude. <laughs> just Samantha just does this big eye roll and just throws a wine back like, ugh. Yeah. So my notes say the Marion dude. <laughs> so um, she's like, the, Sean uh, is taking Carrie and Charlotte on a tour of the heart of his new house mm-hmm. and they go into this room and he says, this is actually uh, an office, but mm. it's going to be the kid's nursery. And pulls mm. out a mobile that he bought. I, I was like, God love this guy. A mobile yeah. that he bought for the kid that he does not have yet. I wrote that he, I wrote, this guy is the male Charlotte. Like, yes! Yeah, like, you think that through the entire thing. Like, yeah. Oh. But even Charlotte looks kind of surprised by the fact that this guy has, like, thought about something like that and, like, he's, like, planning for his future mm-hmm. life that he wants. Um, I mean, like, good for him. Like. Yeah, 100%. But then there's this assumption that that is such a... That, not, that that is a That's thing weird. that women yeah. do. And it's completely, mm. uh, like, fine. That like, But I think that's yeah. maybe why it's, like, that shock is, like, you know, that's something mm. that people would stereotypically think that a woman would do. Mm. Um, so then Samantha's doing shots mm-hmm. and uh, I thought this thing was funny she's doing shots <laughs> and she's she Carrie comes in and she's like I've I've slept with him and him and um she um Charlotte comes over so yeah Samantha is pointing out these guys that she slept with um she's doing tequila she seems like really like depressed like and Charlotte comes over to Carrie and she's like, he is going to ask you to marry him. I was like, oh my God. And Carrie's like, there's no way. Like I've been dating him a week and a half. And Charlotte's like, she says, no guy buys a classic six. I don't even know what that means. I guess it's like a New York thing. She says, no guy buys a classic six on the Upper West Side unless he is serious about marriage. And I'm like, yeah, that's obviously something he wants in his future. And he's thinking about things like when he's married and when he has kids, because that's what he wants. He's like planning for his life. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean just because he's dating Carrie that he's going to ask her to marry yeah. him. Yeah. Um, this... <laughs> In the background, did you notice Samantha? So like while Carrie and Charlotte are having this conversation, Samantha in the background, she holds something up. I don't know if it's like a lemon or a, or even like a crisp or something, but she holds it up to like 
one of the married guys I'm assuming she kind of holds it and like she squints one eye as if she's like aiming to throw like this thing at one of them oh I did <laughs> not notice that oh, it was so it was so funny I didn't notice that scene but I wish I had it I must um, oh, go back was, and watch it it was so good yeah you have to go back she just has like these very subtle like comedy bits and I was thinking this before like these actresses they are so good at doing comedy like yeah I think people think that the show isn't isn't really a comedy but these women are oh, so fucking funny oh they are they are so so funny <laughs> so good so Samantha then makes the comment to to Carrie and now I couldn't I I should have rewound it back to actually get it but it was basically like don't turn into one of these married people yeah but she's she says if you turn into one of these married assholes I'll kill you and then does a shot (laughs) yes I love that love that yeah Samantha says the line like if you turn into one of the married assholes I'll kill you does a shot and then we have um the scene where a couple um the couple who spoke to Samantha earlier Elaine and stock guy and um they're telling Carrie how great Sean is and he loves kids and like they're really like trying to you know big up the friend um but they say something that I was like oh that's weird because they say that he owns his own business and he loves kids and they say he has three hundred thousand dollars in the bank and I'm like that is such a specific number like did Sean get them to say that like did he plant that piece yeah. of information because I just thought yeah but is he not his accountant or something because oh. the way he was talking in the scene with Samantha it was almost applying that he was in uh-huh. finance or something oh, like that right, so okay. I that's where I got that but I'm like dude don't say that like confidentiality and all of that yeah yeah and it also like oh just because somebody has three hundred thousand dollars in the bank doesn't change anything like if i don't like i it, know I don't they could like still it. be a dickhead yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well obviously sean isn't a dickhead but yeah like you say you know he, he could be um and then we get the scene then where patience and peter arrive at the party and carrie bumps into them and then she bumps into to the couple peter and patience and Carrie looks very awkward and she she starts to talk about what happened at the house. I don't know why she's the one feeling like she has to address the situation when they, especially Peter, owe her oh, I know. an explanation or an apology or whatever. But she... Yeah. yeah, they put her in that situation. But Carrie feels like she has to bring it up and she starts to talk about it. Patience says, don't mention it. Um, but Carrie continues because mm-hmm. it obviously like bothered her like um, mm-hmm. it happened to her and she wants to talk about it and then she continues and then Patience is like I said don't mention it and she's just like oh okay like shit um, yeah so rude but this is when we have a drunk Samantha who comes <laughs> over and she just goes she comes over says to Carrie this party is terrible <laughs> looks at this couple and then just goes who are you <laughs> yeah. and then Carrie's like this is my friend you know these are my friends Peter and Patience and Samantha clicks and she's like oh, I heard about you and you can see in Charlotte's face as well she instantly tries to laugh it off she tries to like not make ha- like happen what we all know is gonna happen 
And Samantha bursts out laugh- laughing. And she's like, big peppermill dick. Yeah. <laughs> that is the best part. Uh, oh, she's so but, good. I know, but Peter, this, it was weird because like, Peter, he looks so proud of himself. Patience looks fuming. Charlotte just mm. looks like, mortified and Carrie obviously just finds it funny and a bit awkward and it's just like yeah mm. but oh my god big pepper mill dick that was almost my quote of the episode I know I have that written down and highlighted yeah. I think that was my but it's up there with um definitely in the top yeah yeah definitely so then we move to we're back to Miranda and Sid um Miranda confesses to her on the way out this is on the way out there they've obviously had a very nice dinner and mm-hmm. um yeah Miranda Sid goes goes on mm-hmm. and Miranda um confesses to her mm-hmm. boss to Chip or whatever his name is that she isn't actually with mm. Sid nor is she a lesbian um and yeah. that she took the opportunity mm-hmm. that yeah to to have that time with him to talk about her plans or mm-hmm her work and and all of that so and he's um he's he's yeah he's like oh okay you know you've you've got to do what you've got to do type attitude you know he says no I'm mm-hmm. done he, he he understands that you know people have to do what they have to do to yeah get ahead and um yeah like but then did you did you notice how after she confesses well not confesses she's not done anything but like after she comes clean let's say then she goes back to calling him sir does she i didn't notice yeah, that she yeah she um she says thank you sir when he's like no harm done thank you sir and i just thought that was so interesting because it it wasn't like he it wasn't like she said thanks chip and then he was like oh you need to call me sir or charles or whatever like she she did that herself and i just thought that was like really interesting how she did that and he yeah but then he obviously didn't either correct her at that point either mm. yeah and yeah would he have done that if she hadn't have said you know I'm yeah not really in a couple with this woman and but it was funny not funny but it was the comment then after that says that mm. he's saying you know he's his wife will be disappointed because she was looking to add a lesbian couple to her her circle to the circle weird yeah and it was like he was just because we think um you know obviously Miranda has used the situation to get in with her boss a bit but obviously he had his own agenda motive yeah maybe it wasn't actually that she was in a couple full stop it was that they were a lesbian couple because he was obviously wanted them or him and his wife wanted to use them to be like their token couple of the group and it's like mm, you know come on but um Miranda looks disturbed by that Um, yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. it was she just looks it was so funny like the look on her face yeah it's weird like she thought she was doing something but then she's like oh actually she figures out yeah yeah he had his own motive too yeah so Miranda and Sid are in the lift and they're obviously leaving the dinner party and the carry voiceover says that she wondered Miranda wondered how much easier her life would be if she were in a couple any couple 
like kisses Sid and it's it's not like a a proper kiss it's more like a prolonged peck it's like a yeah. second peck and then but she obviously she does it um because she's it's almost like her her I don't know last option where she's like oh you know what if I can't get respect any other way maybe I'll just try this and I just thought obviously mm-hmm. that was her her way of thinking oh like now I'm back at square one because they know I'm just single that yeah. was like her way of just being like oh well should I just try this that's very similar to also Harry and Sean like mm. she's saying you know he's not really the kind of guy that she would go for but she's just trying it out to see yeah that's exactly a very similar shortened down version of it (laughs) like what happened yeah what happened there but then but then Miranda like she pulls away from the kiss and she's like yep definitely straight and then Sid is like yeah you are (laughs) so I actually wrote on like does Sid not speak because up until that moment she does not say anything and I was like, she's not speaking. And I just scribbled that out. So, like, as soon as she said that, I was like, no, yeah, she doesn't. Actually, does, does she, like, have any proper lines? I was like, is this... She doesn't at all. Like, I... No, I don't... Oh. I, I do not recall her actually having any lines. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. Like, I don't think she has any... Aw, possibly. I know. And then I was like, nope, she actually does. <laughs> that one line. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, but they kind of give each other this look as like it's kind of playful, like oh, it's okay, like yeah, let's just not talk about this again, kind of. Yeah. Thing. And then we go to oh, this scene. We go to a scene with Charlotte and Samantha, and the Carrie voiceover says that um, Charlotte took Samantha back to her apartment because obviously she was very drunk, and she's obviously looking after a friend, um, and good friend yeah very good friend to do that yeah mm-hmm. so this is like the first time as well that we've seen anybody's apartment other than carries of like the main the main women um yeah and yeah samantha is is very very drunk and she sees the the guy at the door and she's like very drunk saying I like you you know like she's drunk and flirty and is is very much samantha yeah <laughs> He also, by the way, he looks like a child. Yeah, I, I, I didn't officially write that in my notes, but he did look <laughs> yeah. very, very I didn't young. need to write, write that in either. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, and the, the Carrie voiceover explains that um, Charlotte puts Samantha to bed, or, or so she had thought. But um, she then says in the voiceover, it's a couple of hours later, and she did say, Carrie did say in the voiceover, still drunk, still single um because i thought in this scene maybe it's a bit later and samantha had like sobered up mm-hmm. but it's very much she's just kind of got in bed maybe tried to sleep for an hour and then was v- still very much drunk and mm-hmm. um she goes down to this irish door boy and she's got her underwear on but she's got like a big coat over and she she goes up to him she says can i have a cigarette and he gives her a cigarette and then she immediately throws it on the floor and then she opens a coat and says, can I have a kiss? And he thinks about it for like a second and then kisses her. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know, somebody might see. So um, she's, she says, well, you know, we can go upstairs. And 
he goes upstairs with her and it's like we we don't at this point he's just gone upstairs with her but um whatever happened you know she is drunk and he is sober mm-hmm. you even just just the kiss you are taking advantage of this drunk woman yeah and it's just really not okay. But um, Charlotte is in bed and she hears um, like a door open. She kind of assumes that it's Samantha. She gets up to see, you know, what what's going on. And she goes out and this um, door boy is coming out of the room where Samantha is and he is shirtless. So obviously um, he is taking advantage of samantha in her mm-hmm. drunkness now this is this is rape like mm-hmm. there's no question about it um but he which is just like i'm not even gonna get into it like it's just it's just a lot but yeah do you know so you had said to me you know mm-hmm. about this scene and and it didn't even click to me whenever i watched this and I think as an audience member, it was very easy to miss that because yeah. in the voiceover, Carrie saying, you know, she's still drunk and she's still single. So that obviously, mm. you know, means that she's got like mm. whatever. It's almost like it's OK mm. when Charlotte gets up the next mm. or and sees him. There's no glimmer of. Mm of almost disgust that Mm. this isn't like it's a we don't need to talk about this again like go away you know so I I think they make it very okay yeah in in the show like they don't yeah they're just like I don't want to talk about it again like it's like yeah they just like they just totally just jump over it skip it like but this is this, what he's done is yes. just uh, is just he's, not okay yeah no i yeah. i completely agree and it but it just mm. didn't click to me at the time but, yeah but did you notice how because obviously charlotte comes out the room and she sees this door boy and he stood there he's shirtless he's leaving the room where samantha was and he says to her he actually says he says don't be scared it's me tommy um he says i'm leaving your friend invited me up and he even says he says it was wrong but I've just been so lonely. I wanted I wanted to feel a woman's touch or something fucking ridiculous. And it's like he knows he knows what he's done. He even says it was wrong. He he. <sighs> but again, as an audience member, mm. I think that is it wrong because he's a doorman and he's sleeping with someone's in, yeah. in like that's where I like think, at work. Yeah, yeah. It seemed to me like when. Because obviously Charlotte sees this guy and she looks very disturbed, but it's almost like, you know, she's disturbed because this this guy is in her apartment full stop, not what has just happened mm-hmm. to her friend. Um, but yeah, I do think, you know, it was the 90s and times have changed yeah um i mean i'm sure i'm sure there's gonna be more 
you know, scenes, the six, you know, the six seasons. There's a lot to discuss, but yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I just think, like, you know, I'm not dismissing it, and I'm not saying that, like, you know, oh, that's not what they meant. I'm saying it as in, like, mm. uh, did it's still wrong in very like Mm. it's still Mm. wrong in this day and age and that day and age like it's but Mm. it's almost like did they not realize that this is actually they didn't even consider yeah Yeah. because there's no glimmer of anyone in in that in like the voiceover in the situation after Mm. the after the fact that 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 is wrong because like you know, even mm. whenever at the end of the scene, whenever we see Tommy again, like there's no, mm. no, like the interactions, like, oh, I can't believe you did that with my friend. Like you work here, you know, mm. you're a door boy. Like, you know, yeah. there's no, yeah. there's no consequences for what he did. Yeah, like no, nothing happens to this guy. He's not fired. He, yeah. Charlotte obviously didn't, you know, say anything to anyone. You know, she didn't report it or any anything like that. And not that, you know, anybody should need to you know he should just not work there yeah but yeah anyway so um yeah that's that and then um it's... this is where i actually write sean yeah so this is where i actually <laughs> figured out his name the last is his last i know no, it's not his last scene but it's almost his last scene i know it's like right at the end <laughs> of the episode like, oh, carrie and sean a post housewarming party and she's putting a coat on she's um you know like about to leave and he says i was kind of hoping that you'd stay over and she she says look sean you know we want different things and you obviously want to get married and I don't know what I want if that even Mm -hmm. is something that I want um and he's like oh you could smell the desperation on me and she actually says here which I was kind of surprised she tells him she's like look I was just kind of trying you on um which is literally what dating is but I was kind of surprised she said it like to his face yes um, to see if it fit yeah to to see if he, if he was a fit and obviously for her she isn't um and he sits down and he's kind of you know annoyed and he says I don't understand you women all you all you do is say you want to get married but whenever you get asked you say no and he's obviously this is coming from a place of like his own personal experience he's obviously mm-hmm. maybe been rejected before that's the vibe I got anyway yeah um but I don't understand why he says it really because Carrie has never expressed you know she's not like Charlotte who very much wants to get married and wants that mm-hmm. she's she's said you know it, it, it isn't something she even knows if she wants to do yeah exactly so it would actually be wrong for her to even continue if she mm. actually if for somebody is so like set on getting married and wants to get married and have kids where she's sitting there going you know I don't actually know if that's something I want it would be wrong for her to even stay in that relationship Mm. or to even pursue it knowing that yeah I mean it is the 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 other thing also it is only a week and a half oh god I know (laughs) into this dating yeah um, thing and marriage should not be a topic of conversation this early on (laughs) no no um, but she kind of feels bad and she goes over and he's like, you know, I really want to get married. And then she says, I have the perfect person for you. And I was like, 
We knew it was going to be yeah. It was going to be Charlotte because I, yeah, he is the male Charlotte. Um, yeah. This this next scene. Oh, it's just brilliant! Like it's so <laughs> funny. So he is out shopping with Charlotte, and they're looking at wedding china. And he says he says something about liking some pattern, and she was like, "Like really?" And then just gives him this look. She is. So- so disgusted with his choice she She says are you serious she's so mortified do you know what honestly she was more mortified at this than she was at like the previous scene and i'm like (laughs) yeah exactly this is why as an Mm. audience member you could be confused Mm. by this Mm. like you know and you could you could like dismiss things that need to be discussed Mm. you know so she says you know or Carrie says he was American classic and she was French country she broke it off off there and then yeah Yeah. so then she just like it's her it's her walking alone back to her mm -hmm. yeah she's she's walking she's walking back to her apartment and obviously we see that this guy from earlier is obviously still Mm -hmm. working there um and she is gonna walk past him and like not she does look at him but it's not like she's gonna stop and Mm -hmm. say anything it's almost like you know let's not discuss what happened um and he's like your friend never called me and I'm like you you like you don't even know a name and oh yeah you took advantage of this woman and raped her like that's probably why um and <laughs> probably yeah. doesn't want to talk to you yeah. yeah because you took advantage of this woman um and he asked he says to charlotte like why didn't she call and charlotte's just like i don't fucking know <laughs> like yeah like oh. sort your own like don't involve me but yeah mm-hmm. and then we go to our final scene we have a bit of Carrie's voiceover and say and sometimes... the song... Sorry, I was just going to say the yes. song that's playing is uh, Respect by Aretha. Yes. And I loved that. Yeah, I love that scene. You know, it's just so... It's, it's a nod. Amazing. It's a nod to, like, the theme of the episode, which, yeah. which although really, you know, we, we think the episode is about couples versus singles, but really it's just about friggin' respect. Like a hundred percent like yeah. you know whatever situation you're in like it is just mm. res- like yeah completely mm. agree and yeah I love that last scene mm. very short but it was a nice way to end the episode yeah she's she's walking down the street in in the voiceover she says um maybe the fight between married and singles is like the war in northern ireland she says we're all basically oh, yeah. the same but somehow we wound up on different sides um, she says it would be great to have um, a special somebody to walk home with, but sometimes there's nothing better than meeting your girls for a night at the movies. Um, and obviously she meets the girls yeah. at the cinema. But did you actually notice there was a poster for um, a Godzilla movie and it Godzilla um, stars Matthew Broderick, who is obviously Sarah Jessica Parker's husband. And I was like, whoa, oh, world's colliding. Oh my God, I didn't even pick up on that. I know. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god! They probably purposely did that. I thought that. I thought, did they purposely do that? Or mm-hmm. yeah, I would say so. But yeah, it was a nice. It was a nice final scene. You know, she's she's back with the girls. Like they're they're doing their own thing. They don't need 
you know anybody but each other and yeah they're having a good time at the same yeah no I love that um yeah so yeah that was the end like it was a I really enjoyed the episode there was so much to discuss yeah and I think it was so much better than last week's like last week's I was just not interested in Mm. but um this one was really good. I think we we had a lot of opinions on a lot yes, of things. We had a lot, we had a lot, to, lot to talk about. So yes. be prepared for a two-hour episode. Yes. Um. Yeah. So no, it was really good. I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, there were some hard moments in there that we did discuss, and mm. um. But I do think it is like you said. It's a bit of a sign of the times, you know. Yeah. Doesn't excuse it, but. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But um. But yeah, it was a an episode with a lot to talk about, and um, yeah, that's the end of the episode. And next week, I have no idea what next week's episode is. I but... think I think I know, just from like memory, I think I have an idea of what it is. Um, and if it is what I'm thinking about, I'm very excited to discuss. Oh really? Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say just in case it's wrong, but um, it, it is funny. It's Boiler one of my like, alert. yeah, it's one of my favorite moments with one of the characters. Um, but yeah, that's the end. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening. Yay! Thank you for listening. If you're still here, if you made it past the first. 20 hours of this thank you (laughs) thank you you deserve everything you deserve all the good things in life yes absolutely um (laughs) thank you very much and see you next week see you next week bye love you (laughs) thank you for listening don't forget to follow us on instagram at carried away podcast to join in on the conversation Thank you.